welcome to Mentally Stronger, the podcast where with every episode, we're learning practical ways to let go of stress and struggles, grow our mental strength, and live a happier, healthier, more meaningful life. I'm your host, Melly O'Brien, co-founder of Mindfulness.com and creator of mindfulness-based mental strength training. I'm so glad to have you with me. Let's dive in to today's episode. And welcome to the Mentally Stronger podcast. Today, I want to talk about a habit that can really sap your mental strength, and that is the habit of taking things personally. So I want you to imagine a scenario. Imagine that you're having a relaxing picnic with your partner. It's a warm spring day, and you've set up this really romantic picnic. You know, you've gone to some real effort, put out beautiful food, some wine, and some cushions. And after you set up, you go for a swim, you come back to enjoy the picnic and suddenly you see the whole picnic is spread out all over the grass. The wine is spilled, the picnic rugs dragged down the hill, there's food everywhere, it's a huge mess. And what do you see? You see some teenagers running away, laughing, still holding some of your picnic food and giggling at you. And you realize while you're in the water, they snuck up ruined the picnic through everything everywhere as a practical joke. How do you feel in that moment? Okay, now imagine the exact same situation again, okay? You go for a swim, you've set up this beautiful picnic, you come back and you see the same thing. Food is everywhere, wine is spilled all over the place, picnic mats strewn all over the place. And what you realize in that moment as you go back is it's become really windy. A strong wind blew the blankets, threw everything everywhere. This time, how do you feel? So in these two cases, the end result is the same. The wine is spilled, the food's all over the place, the picnic is ruined. But when you feel personally targeted, Everything feels much more aggravating and upsetting, right? But if you were to think about these two cases a little more deeply, in both cases, you would see it's actually not personal in the sense that whatever's going on inside the people who ruined that picnic has been set in motion by a stream of thousands of causes and conditions that preceded that event, the upbringing of those people, the stresses in their lives, their culture and their socioeconomic factors in their lives, their health or lack thereof, their particular temperament, any movies or marketing that they may have seen, the influence of their peers and even how their parents and grandparents were raised and the generations before them, all of these causes and effects have coalesced, they've been rippling downstream and led to those people's choices in that moment to ruin the picnic. So in a way, it's not any more personal than the causes and effects that would set that breeze in motion and lead to the same outcome. But we tend to take a lot of other people's behavior very personally, whether it's somebody who pulls out in front of us in traffic, a rude comment from a shop clerk, a friend who doesn't turn up to dinner on time or a partner who didn't take out the garbage. 
you know, we think to ourselves in those moments often, how could they do that to me? Or why did they do that to me? Or, you know, how horrible they are. And when we do that, we often feel very reactive and hurt and angry. But if we can take a step back and realize that their actions are really just a lot like the breeze, it's not personal. It's much more about what is going on for them than it is a personal attack just on you. In fact, other people's actions have been set in motion, as we said, by a long and winding stream of causes and conditions, much of which is beyond even their own conscious control. So in many ways, it truly isn't personal. And when you can realize that, that it's not personal, you can retain a lot more in a calm, clear-headedness, and you can keep the situation in context so you're much better able to respond wisely to whatever's happening instead of reacting. So how can you put this to practice in your own daily life, not taking things personally? We can do this in three basic steps. Number one, be compassionate with yourself in difficult situations. You know, having someone rip up your beautiful picnic sucks, whether it was the breeze or a person. It's just unpleasant. So when you get hit with a difficult event, especially those that involve another person, just take a moment to acknowledge the hurt that you're feeling or the unpleasantness that you're feeling, the disappointment or whatever it is, and give yourself compassion for what you're going through. Now, part of compassion also can look like taking helpful action to look after yourself. That might mean setting boundaries, holding people accountable, or changing the environments. You know, maybe you want to move your picnic to a different location away if those teenagers are going to always be there. So take, give compassion to yourself and take any effective or helpful action that you need to take. Step two, be curious instead of furious. Each time that you find yourself taking something personally, just notice what it feels like in your body. Notice all of that tension. And see if you can just let go a bit of that tension of taking it personally. Try not to make assumptions about the motivations of others. We really don't know what's happening inside of them a lot of the time, whether they did it on purpose or, you know, deliberately targeted you. We don't know those things. So instead of assuming, try a more open-minded and curious attitude, asking yourself, you know, I wonder what's happening for this other person in their lives, you know? What could be the bigger picture that's happening here? For instance, that rude clerk at the grocery store, maybe she's not just being nasty to you. Maybe she's going through a divorce or suffering from an illness or is in a lot of pain in that moment. That might be the bigger picture of what's happening. So step three is try to have compassion for the other person or the other people involved. Now, this isn't easy all the time, especially when somebody else's actions have had an adverse impact on you. But your compassion for the other people doesn't mean that you're going to let the other person get away with it or that you're going to be walked all over. You can still hold someone accountable and have clear communication about that, even as you have compassion for them. You can still have healthy boundaries and speak up for your needs and have compassion for them. 
But if you can connect to a sense of compassion and understanding for what others might be going through, you're going to also feel within yourself a growing sense of strength, calm, and ease. So those are the three steps. Have compassion for yourself. Be curious instead of furious. And have compassion and understanding for others as best you can. When you do this, you put the situation in context, you become less reactive, and you're more clear-headed so you can take appropriate action if needed. So this week, see if you can take things a little less personally so that you can live with more ease, compassion, and mental strength. I hope this is helpful for you. All the best with the practice. Take care and stay strong. If you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them. Sharing it could really help them to feel better and improve the quality of their life. And if you found this episode helpful, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive more tips on growing your mental strength. And if you'd like some more support in becoming mentally strong, come over to the website and check out the different coaching and training options I have on offer there for you. You can find the links for all of that in the show notes. And thanks again for tuning in. Take care and stay strong. Stay strong.